hopefully. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. I'm, not, I'm, I'm serious. And I think the, the drushes for me, just preparing for Rosh Hashanah, like really puts me into this Rosh Hashanah mood. Because you imagine, I'm, I'm, I'm like pounding in Rosh Hashanah. It's like, uh, at some level, I don't get to do certain things I would like to do. But at other levels, uh, it's like, I, I can't, you know, today was a little bit different. I didn't really have any time to, to myself. I said family here, but... You know, it, it, like just a reminder, like when you come, you think about in six days from tonight. Um, really, so much of our our lives uh, and the Jewish people and the future of the Jewish people and Kalal Yisrael are on the line. Uh, and, and and for the positive, uh, so much opportunity, so much bracha, so much you know uh, things that could change. You know, immensely. Uh, you know, or you know, affecting. I was just telling you, Fire Lindenbaum, the man's 50 years old this week. He has his first child at 50 years old. He looks 25, but he's 50 years old. You know, and so it's exactly a year this week. He's going to have his kiddush this week. It's exactly a year since the eruv went up last week. Last year, Parshin Tzavim. I'll tell you the truth, by the way. That eruv, um, four years ago, Rosh Hashanah, and three years ago, Rosh Hashanah, I thought was dead. And Yom Kippur, I was like. I said, I said to Hashem, like, can be honest, you know, I really thought it was gonna, it was gonna end. I thought there's no hope at some level. Um, it, it was a lot, you know, on my part, it was a lot of like willpower against Goliath. Uh, not that I'm David, but, but really it's a feeling like, you know, there's a million things that can go right or wrong. You know, a billion things. I mean, you can't even imagine how bad it was. It really was bad. I, I'm very positive, so I don't, I don't let on. How bad it was! It was really bad. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a good cheerleader. I know how to sail. I wasn't gonna say, you know, be, say, well, I don't think there'll be, I don't think there'll ever be an Arab. Sorry, you know, but, but quite frankly, you could. It was. It, I think I said this on the video last year. Like the difference between failure and success in life is is a hair's breadth very often, and the difference in our own lives. You know, of failure and success is so minuscule. It's it's seconds. It's it, it's milliseconds that could change our entire lives. You know, uh, for those who are at the Basitza today, with my with my daughter, my my my, friends, my grandparents are survivors. I was thinking like to myself, like my grandparents, um, in the 1940s, there was not a day for years, little years of their lives, where they knew they were going to live. <laughs> like they were, I mean, for years, every day. They could have lived and died. You know, my, my mother's mother was actually at one point living amongst anti-Semites, acting as a pole. And she, her, 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 her fear was that she would speak Yiddish in her dreams, and they'd figure out she's a, she's a Jew. I mean, imagine that, that kind of reality. And, and, and you can't imagine, you know, you know. But yet, and I'm serious over here. Our own lives were not that much different. Every day, the, the difference between success, failure, blessing. Is, is, is you, you could, the other day I was driving my car so I'm like, what happened something ran in front of my car so myself like thank god nothing happened if I would have hit this person I could have thrown my whole life like, you know, one second in a car could change your whole life and, it, you know, and, and in a second I'm not talking about your car being broken in right um, but you know but literally a second you know if one part of our of our, of our, our, our brain doesn't work for a second, you know, you, you blank out for one second. Um, you meet the wrong person. Someone just told me, my wife was just telling me today, um, a situation, 
uh, where someone has a phone, they, they, they met the wrong person, and they're being bullied, da, 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 whatever the situation was, um, not local. Uh, uh, and like you think to yourself, like you meet the wrong person, the wrong rascal, they can ruin your life. And you meet the right person, they can empower you, they can better you, they can give you so much advice and bracha. I mean, Ramesha Feinstein says this. This is an amazing thing. He says, when you pray for your child or for someone to be righteous, what are you praying for? They have free will. How do you pray for someone to be righteous? It doesn't make sense. You know what he says? He says, it's you praying for the people they will meet, the experiences they will have. That will be the defining point, whether they'll be you know, righteous, non-righteous, successful, non-successful, right? You know, his son, there's a wedding date today. You know what it is to marry somebody? Like, you know, I think of how I ended up getting married. I mean, I could probably speak a long time, but like, I was learning in the Mir Yeshiva. This is a true story. I'm learning in the Mir Yeshiva. I never planned to come back to America. Fact. I did not plan. I was, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't keep one day because I followed Ramosha Feinstein. Which now, I'm a good illustration why Ramosha is right. But I planned to stay in Israel. But I, had, I didn't, I wasn't married. I didn't have, a, I didn't, I wouldn't have an apartment. I wasn't settled. So I kept two days, but I planned to stay. I, didn't, I did not plan to come back at a certain point when I was in the Mary Shiva. Planned to make Aliyah, and that was it. And then, uh, well, yeah, but, but I, I ended up getting sick, and I, and I wasn't getting by the dorm, and I decided to come back to America, and try, decided to change my thing in dating, but I went to, then I went to, I was supposed to, I went, came back to America, I looked into Chaim Berlin, I didn't want it was the middle of mine, it was Hanukkah, I couldn't go to Lakewood, I was going to wait to Pesach to go to Lakewood. Blah, blah, blah. ended up going to a yeshiva and in the yeshiva the executive director is one who said me up for a shidduch like you know but you don't you know what it means that to marry my wife how many a billion things have, had to happen and one one difference what was that what was that I never saw this but I heard of this the door like the, the person who missed the door on the train I actually used some of my drushes a year a few years ago the, door. the, the door slided and they, they missed the door and, the whole, and they showed the whole life of that person changing for that one second, right? There's a there's a movie, The Future and Back, right? Right? With with and they can change your whole history by one thing changes one, right? Mark Fox, you know this movie, The Future and Back, right? One second, you change your whole history. Rosh Hashanah, six days from tonight, you we six. That's what I said. Six days. Uh, we write our history. We, if anything you could do, literally anything you could do in the next six days, it's worth more. Okay? It's not just that, uh, it's not just that you're doing a mitzvah, which will be capped for next year, but you're showing you believe in Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> you believe Hashem is Melech on Rosh Hashanah. But when, if you do something now because you know Rosh Hashanah is coming, you're illustrating a Munah Hashem that everything's decided on Rosh Hashanah. So if you're going to invite someone for a circus meal, invite them now. Why do you wait till circus? It's worth more now. If you're going to ask for forgiveness, ask before Rosh Hashanah. Don't wait till after Rosh Hashanah to ask for forgiveness. Yom Kippur is the last day. It's not the, it's not the first day. The last chance. You want to call somebody, wish them a good year. Wish them now a good year. Anything you can do coming into Rosh Hashanah, it's a tremendous man. We can't even appreciate I, I, As much as I say it, I, I don't even appreciate it. I mean, you can't even appreciate what that means. That everything is a sign of Shoshana. 
and, and sealed on Yom Kippur, but it's decided for, you know, it's, you know, appeals, Yom Kippur is an appeals court. You want to get, get that Gezerah, get those, the, the, uh, a decree for an amazing year in Rosh Hashanah. Right? That's, that's where we want to be headed. That's the direction. So it's worth more. Anything you do, if you can say extra Tehillim, it used to be that men and women throughout Elul added tremendous amounts of Tehillim. They said extra Tehillim. They have charity. They, 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 they live different in Elul. They did more in Elul. They learned some more in Elul. You know, how can, I mean, it's an amazing thing to me. Anyone who's becoming religious starts asking, what can I learn about Rosh Hashanah? I had nobody from asking me, the people in the process of becoming religious, asking, what, can, what sheer shows me to Rosh Hashanah? I'm sure people are. But like Daniel Rira just came in and out, right? He asked me what he should be doing for Rosh Hashanah. You know? People, other people asked me, you know, anything you can do, Rosh Hashanah is coming. It's 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 fifty seven seventy. Even I've said this on Charles Shabbos. You think about what could happen in the world this year. What could happen with President Trump in fifty seven seventy nine? What could happen with Bibi Netanyahu? I mean, he could be indicted. It can change all of history. Six and a half million people uh, 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 in Israel. Nothing less. You, what's going to happen with Syria? Is Russia going to pull out? Not going to pull out. Right? What's going to happen with Eretz Israel? that the reform should get a, a real beachhead there to do terrible damage, which they're trying desperately to do. Not, nothing less. They want full recognition there to have conversions and have a place, to have a kotel and do who knows what. Right? Do you know what, I'm not going to be affected. I'll be affected as part of Klal Yisrael, my children, but you know, who will be innocent Israelis who could become religious, who can have a shaykhist to Torah, could be sucked into a fake movement with a dead end, which is what reform is. Um, a theological kfira, that's what it is, reform. It's kfira, according to the Torah. <laughs> kfira, heresy. You don't believe in Torah, Shabbat, Peh. Officially, don't believe in the world to come. You don't believe in a Messiah, right? That's what the, the theology of the movement is. I'm not saying that in the individual... Most of the reformed Jews are, 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 don't know better. 99% don't know anything, but don't know better. But the theology of reform is that. It's not a joke. I mean, could you imagine the damage of in America today? Reform having an eighty percent intermarriage rate, eighty percent gone, even gone. Many of them fighting against Israel. These little kids growing up, these reform camps become the enemies of Jewish people because they have no chinuch. They become our own enemies. They want to bring that to Israel. Shana is so much online. So just you know, it's credit to you for being here tonight. We're not going to have class next week, but I always want to just stress. Obviously, it's from the Rosh Hashanah. Uh, but I want class, just not this one. Yeah, but I, anything you could do, ladies, anything you can do. Think Elul. Put something on your board. You know, Tehillim. If you don't say Tehillim, Tzedakah. Chesed. Push yourself to do it. If you can make it to Slichas, nothing wrong with saying Slichas. Make it to chauffeur. Some of you ladies have been coming for a chauffeur. Call, I'll call a couple to you. You know, every chauffeur here it cleanses the heart, opens the heart to prepare it for 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 Yom Hadin, the day of judgment, which is Rosh Hashanah. And what we're learning tonight is a great preparation as well. And that's Chassidus, um, piety, righteousness, and we're up to Chassidus between man and his fellow, being pious, going beyond the law, not just checking off. Oh, I fulfilled my obligation. Doing more than we have to do. 
Humasha Bain Adam Khavero, Banyana Gadoha Tava, and its essence is immense benevolence, doing good. Shia Adam Lo Ailam Mativ Labrios Filoy Mayrilahem. That a person always looks to do good, to help people, never to hurt them, to teach them the truth, to give them a smile, to say shalom alayhi. You know what? Give a person a smile, it's contagious. A smile is contagious. To help when you see somebody needs advice or making someone making a bad error, or somebody needs an invitation, or somebody um, is struggling in something. Uh, to help kindness applies in physical matters, to help someone schlep. Obviously, if you're a parent or a relative, you take it, or a child, you take someone to a doctor, you can cure them. You know, uh, uh, you know it's really, it's, it's an amazing thing. I can see my wife like in the middle of the night, I'm, I sleep most of the time. To her credit, I mean, she takes this, I'm, you know, if she wanted me, I, I would obviously, but she doesn't, I don't even know. Like in the morning, how do you sleep? Oh my goodness! Last night, when one of my sons threw up. Another one woke up. Do you know what chesed that is? Chesed to me too, by the way. <laughs> Not joke. I sleep. Uh, but that is this. You know what it is for a little kid. You know what it is for a parent who needs to get somewhere. You know there are people in the show, Leah Hartman, Dina Lagoon. They go to the high house. I don't know, maybe others do as well. I know that they do. Take care of of, of people. Uh, you know. Esther Klein goes to Kegatel. I mean, like, who's, who's you know, amazing things. Chesed to help a person physically. You know, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Somebody has a surgery. Somebody takes someone to the airports. Like Ms. Schechter does consistently. She even asked proactively, asked my parents and my, my mother-in-law today. Um, uh, but people, you know, I've I had a few people come to me privately. Can I help someone out for umtif? This and that. Not. They don't even know who. Okay. You know, but mama, financially, people need a loan. People struggling. You heard Jim Roberts. For those who hear about his, his father-in-law, saves money, nickel to nine. I know Sheikh doesn't make a lot of money. But he helped his children buy a house. That's an amazing chesed. Right? That's not chesed. The parents say, listen, you're responsible. Buy your own house. I worked hard in my life. You've got to work hard in your life. That's some people. There are plenty of people who do that. I'm not saying... Yeah, save money, mama, to give to your children, your grandchildren. Why right? that? To, to take care of it, help somebody else, an under a, a person who's needy. You want to do good. What do you think? Is his, his her, her father was a sheikh to, to have a, a fancier car? You heard what he said. What would it have done? He his focus was kementan. What could I do for others? How could I be of help? Uvenefesh, nefesh. Oh, help a Jew spiritually. Grest chesed is to help a Jew spiritually. Help a Jew. Read a shidduch to someone. Give someone a, my, my, my mother-in-law is at her house. So this girl, this is a very, very chashiva girl. She was the head of Camp Simcha, girls division for a few years. She's 41 years old. 41 years old. This girl's been dating. For, she's a yeshivish girl for over 20 years. She got engaged this weekend. Somebody set her up. Right, she married. She, she didn't meet the guy in a bar. Let's put it that way. a guy from Monsi. Right? Somebody set her up. You know what kind of chesed that is? You know what kind of tremendous chesed of, of not just neshama to help somebody. You give teach somebody Torah, teach someone olive base the rest of their life. You, you know the chesed you have. 
you invite somebody for Shabbos and they become observant or they have a Shabbos meal, they keep kosher. Instead of eating shreif, they keep kosher. You teach someone the truth. You, teach, you give them emes. You send someone an article for Rosh Hashanah. Ladies, you are here. If you know anyone, share an article for Rosh Hashanah. They read, even in a second, if they have one angle where they increase the Torah for Rosh Hashanah, like a valde chesed. You know, you give, you, you do something. I, I love, the person who thought of that Asher Yatra chart, isn't that amazing? You translate even to Russian, I saw. Right? English, Spanish. This, that, you know what that person was thinking? What could I do? How many, I remember that Asher Yatra chart at least, at least 25, 20, almost 25 years ago, at least, I, 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 for sure 20 years ago, I remember it. it, it you know, I would have to imagine hundreds of mil- billions, there has to be billions. How many, there's, there's, there's millions of from Jews, that chart's everywhere. How many billions of Asher Yatsas have people said with that chart? Billions. I mean, like, if it, any is Hyrus, they said it's so, like, how many billions of Asher Yatsas that that person got? You know, you want to you wanna help someone's neshama? Somebody bought the machzurim for the shul, for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I always tell a person, you know, you're a lucky man. Think about it. This person thought, how can I help people's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? Now that person has a chilek in all the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurs. Amazing. You know, if you can help someone's soul, you can do somebody, you can mechazik somebody, just even cheering people up, by the way, allow, empowers them to do things. Look to do for the good, right? A, a person who's a, who has chasidus, who has piety in Ben Adam Lechaber is constantly doing. Now, he'll give us a, it doesn't necessarily take a huge act to do that. No! No, it no, no, no. no. Very small. It can be. Cl- I said it doesn't have to be a huge thing. But it, it's, it's, it it's, can it's, have a tremendous impact. It's a, it's a person, I, person looking to do good. Not to pat myself on the back, but I had Maxers from Barrio 5, which are obviously starting ones, which I no longer need to have. So I gave them to Malabarik. Parrots. Who? Okay. I know. Her know. Yeah. I gave them to her because it has English, it has Hebrew, and it's farty. So she right. can use it. For right. It's sitting in your house, show. right? Amazing. Exactly. So the, so. the, 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 the gisha, but the, the, the approach is looking to do good. Now, we're not talking about between Hashem, we're looking to help people, to, to help a person. You know, my, my father in was in Hatzalah. You know, the Hatzalah is an amazing thing. Amazing, you know, the, the whole essence of it is to help people physically. Of course, to give them life, they'll do spiritual chasid. You know, since my wife mentioned today, by his levaya, actually, I'll tell you, amazing thing. Jonathan K just put all of my my at the, my father's levaya. This was going to be five years. They taped it. My brother-in-law's. They, they had someone write a book. My brother-in-law was looking to go to the book. They wanted to get the tapes. So Jonathan K took all the recorders and put it digitalized it, put it online. You know, put it on a lot. So I have a couldn't even listen to it. He said, he like, like brought you back into the Shiva house. He's going to listen to it after Sukkot. It's, like, it's so real. In the Shiva house, they're talking. You know, I remember that, you know. But I remember in the Shiva house that Rabbi Bluth, who's the Paisek, who's the Paisek for, for his, Bluth was the, was Ramesh's, one of his top, Ramesh Pansan's top students. He's the head of the Vod in Flatbush. And he's the Paisek for Camp Simcha Chai Life. Do you know what Camp Simcha Chai Life is? It's, it's a camp for kids uh, with physical sicknesses, different types, usually cancer, but all different types of physical sicknesses. So he said to my father-in-law, I remember this vividly at the, at the Shiva house, he said he had a chiddish that he looked to make people in pain, even if he couldn't heal them, a little bit happier. Which means 
it was worth do a whole party if this kid who had cancer could smile a little bit more. Even when the, person, the kids were uncurable. But if you could make a kid a little bit happier, I remember, I remember like several years ago, took a girl all the way in the middle of nowhere. She had a dream. She went to go to the Keys. I don't know that case. Like, to go swimming with dolphins. He took her on the other side of the world just to go swim with dolphins. Why? Because this little girl would die of three weeks after he took her. It made her happy. That's thinking, what, how could I benefit somebody? You know, how can I make somebody better? I mean, you meet some of these people from Hatzalah, New York, amazing. They wake up in the middle. Of, my wife told me as a kid, her father never finished a Seder. It was in the street. Every, every Pesach. You know how many Hatzalah calls are in Pesach in Brooklyn? You'd be at the table, and we got Hatzalah call. get out of this, and just go. He, I, when, I, I, when I got married, he used to walk around with a walkie-talkie. All day. I mean, in fact, she said she thought everybody's father got up at two or three in the morning. Yeah. Was, she said it was just normal. Yeah. So I, it's it's looking to do good. Begof. Now he's going to give examples. Physical matters. They should help every person. However, you can see someone needs a coffee. Manasha Tavan every morning makes coffee. And we give you for davening. You know what that is? Everyone gets a davening. Trust me, I if I have to you know, Yom Kippur I'm Amish, I'm like oh, I'm like I'm like eternal coffee. But give me a regular morning, I need a, I need a good coffee. You know, hey, I learn better, daven better. It's a chesed. You help someone, you can make a coffee. You know, um, it doesn't have to be a stranger. It could be it could be your relative, anyone. You make a good coffee, physical, right? Biyakom asamel. Let me see someone schlepping something. Help them out. See someone needs a ride. Give them a ride. That's what it says. You should bear your friend's burden, literally physical burden. If you see somebody's in harm's way, physical harm's way, you could take it away. You should go ahead and make an effort to do it. Right? Help people to the extent you can. To take away any financial damages. So if you're going to cause a damage, right? You're going to cause a damage. You're 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 going to. This is there's any possibility of due to my negligence, my recklessness. You know, um, you know. I, Actually, there's a, there's a glass the other week here, right? I walked out and the shoulders glass there. I put I put a cone there to block it off. Why? Because somebody's car was going to drive over in the morning. No question, no one could see in the morning. It's it early in the morning. Someone would drive over the glass, and no one would see it. That's what would happen. And what was the origin of the glass? We don't have to get to the origin of the glass, but 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 seriously, the glass is there. Yeah, I believe I know. Yeah, but 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 someone didn't leave it there. There's something on the floor, like that ball. You could see, like you know, sitting there. Someone could trip over a ball. You don't if you if you or if you're if you're gonna park somewhere and you're gonna endanger other people to do it. Like actually, there was a video I saw briefly. This is a a terrible thing. And and you ladies don't know the Catskills, but there are about three or four ladies walking the Catskills and walking on the road. And you see this car swerve around them, you know, because they, they literally went, walked onto the road, and the car sideswiped another car. Why, how did that happen? Because these four ladies couldn't walk, they had to sit in schmooze, they couldn't walk single file, which they should have done. 
They walked onto the road, so this person had to swerve around them to avoid hitting them, and almost got, almost got into a major accident. Whose fault is that? Their fault. Why are they sitting on the road? Right? You should be concerned about other people's money. You, you only want to do good. You get any, any concern. Um, whether it's the individual or the problem. So and even now it's not potential. So it could happen, certainly feasible. We should take away any possibility uh, of, of financial loss for other people. Our sages tell us, your friend's guilt, your friend's, you know, you know what's guilt? The Hanukkah guilt, right? They have Hanukkah guilt in, in, in Tehran? Yeah they, yeah, they have it in Tehran, they call it guilt? What do they call it? Okay. Tell me the Farsi word for this. Uh, so, you, you want to take a little Your friend's mammon is just like you're concerned about your mammon. You see someone's stuff outside, they're going to get ruined, it's going to rain. Mammon is guilt. Mammon. 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 Mammon is money. No? Now you know. Now you know. Right? You see it's going to rain. Someone's going to get destroyed. You take it in. Right, what do you need to... People leave things out here. Someone's... If there's going to be uh, ants. Why do you need an invitation? Just take it inside. It's like I... Like people like... It's not my kid. What do you... Be a chassid. Be righteous. You don't have to... It's not a question of your kid. Or you left at this. If you're walking... If the kids are still there. Or the, the adults leave things out there. Oh, as well. Uh, you know? Fine. Tell them to do what they're supposed to do. But if you're walking at 10 o'clock at night, or no one's around, it's coming here, why shouldn't you put it away? You need, you need a, a, a ram call, it's not my responsibility. You're not obligated, but you want to be a chassid? That's what a chassid does. Chassid looks, well, how are you going to People leave something outside, it's going to get ruined. It's gonna, I'm going to cost someone, someone money. Someone's make a bad deal. Just like you would like to know it's a bad deal, should tell somebody else. This is expensive, I can get it cheaper. You're, 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 you notice that something in their house is going to go wrong. It's, you can see it. Tell them. Share it with them. They're, they're on a bad insurance plan. Tell them. Share it with them. You should care about other people's money. Achasid is, is concerned about other people uh, as well. And to, to help them with, uh, you know, certainly with, with uh, charity, you know, etc. Uh, if 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 need if needs be in benefesh, she ishtalas is like haver kol koyras ruach she eshbiada whatever koyras was like gratification ben being a kavod ben b'chen and shanam to make people feel good, give people self esteem, make people feel loved, make people feel appreciated. You know people are lonely people even people you think you know. You can't imagine what goes to people's minds. You know, we're, we're, yeah, I give uh, a, a hello, shalom aleichem, of a smachsta. Man, it's a chesisha person, I don't know how to say it to them. I, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how to say it in Spanish, but if you see, you know, como estas, right? So you see some, you know, como estas. Make people feel good, appreciate it. I, 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 you know, I, 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 I'm actually mockbid when people come here and when I had this bus, I'd say thank you to the people who are working here. Very often they work here. 
No one says hello to them. You know, if they're a waiter, people speak to them. But they're just not your waiter. They're just going back and forth. You know, they put time. They put energy. Thank them. You know, thank you for working. They're people. That's not, uh, you know, how you, you know, build people up. If you know, you know, someone, I, 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 you know, I must tell you, I, I, and I struggle with this. My kids show me this project. Like, wow, amazing, amazing. You know, for them, it's very chashev. You want to share something? Amazing. You put so much time and energy. You put your these little kids. They put their hearts into things. It's like, Daddy, I want to show you this. I'm like, it's like a scribble. Oh, beautiful. Like, I'm talking my little my like my, my three year olds. Uh, you know, but that's like to him. That's like a Picasso. It's like you know, it's a, it's a, it's it's literally uh, the Mona Lisa, nothing less. Uh, because that's what they put their heart into. So you take it seriously. You know, it's chesed to take them serious. I saw, you know, um, I was telling someone recently, just last week, we had a teenager. I said, you don't realize, even if they're wrong, your teenager still is a person. You can't hurt them. You've got to respect them. You've got to build them up. You know, they're no different. Even if you're a parent, you, gotta, you have to appreciate a person. And if you want to do good for people, of course, you have to have lines and boundaries. But you also, if someone wants to only do good, the Chavetz Chaims of the world are always looking how they can help a person spiritually, emotionally, right? Emotionally to help people. Emotionally. More important than physical is emotion. You know, you know where you see that? I was in law school. You have something called the Coase Theorem, right? And the Coase Theorem basically means you can give an economic value to anything. So, uh, if I would tell you, if I would take a hammer and break your hand, a sledgehammer, and slash on your hand, there would be a cost to that. Now, you may say $50,000. One kid in my class was like, oh, I would do the payoff of all my law schools. $120,000, let's say. I would do it. Some people say, $100,000, I'm not smashing my fan in front of but there'll be a, if someone gave you a billion dollars, you would do it, maybe. Now, Tardis and Lai do that, don't think about it. But in theory, it means you can, you can, you can put a cost, a value on anything. And what he showed is in testing, if you had a person with extreme agony, extreme depression, or, or anxiousness, and you had to say, I'll cure your anxiousness, right, or depression, but I would take away your arm, that people would rather be calm and happy than have the arm. You think you're surprised? You, thank God you never experienced that then. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, emotional distress is more egregious than physical no, stress. I've experienced that, but never to the point where I want, would lose one, would want to lose one. Well, yeah, the one. question is you had to pick. That was really, this, that's how they, they were, that right. What's, 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 what's more valuable to you? Is it your physical health or your emotional health? There's no question if you ask me. I'd rather my, I'd rather my, I want both, by the way. I mean, we should all want both. But I think emotion, if you can't function, if you're going to be institutionalized, if you're going to, you can't enjoy life at all. There are, there are, you know, my mother-in-law's, my wife's grandmother has a prosthetic leg. She, as my wife mentioned today, she's a, I'm telling you, she is a happy-go-lucky lady. She is, and you know, she's like a person who came out of the Holocaust whistling. Uh, I mean, she's a happy little lady. I mean, if you're, if you're happy, you can live through any, with, with anything. But if you're miserable, if you're nervous, you just can't function, 
right? Emotion is more of a chassad. You know, there are people uh, you know, who lost limbs in the Holocaust or in wars. They're happy or positive people. They're emotionally healthy people, not, not mentally, can't function. That's terrible. Right? You help a person. You, you, you give a nachas ruach to them. Tremendous amount of chassad, this tremendous amount of, pie, of, of, of kindness, of warmness to help somebody, to, to encourage somebody. To, to, to give people who are you know who are who are, who are lacking a job a job you know people who are lost financially people can't pay their bills at night they don't sleep they they they're nervous right? and they don't know it and you can help them tremendous and you don't have to help them you look to help a person to give them advice help them make connections you know make connections um Right? Certainly, though, you shouldn't cause him any affliction. You know, to be mean to the person. This person who's having a, a tough life as it is, you add to their aggravation. <laughs> you add to their stress. You know, you, you push them in the wrong way. That's what the Torah says by a widow or an orphan. How careful you have to be because they're already traumatized at some level. Um, and certainly to cause peace, to proactively cause peace. You see people fighting, right? You see two yidin not talking, and you can help, you can aid, you can abet. A chassid only wants goodness. Well, your whole essence is good kites, goodness. What could I do? Is there anything, you know, is there any, is this intractable? Is there a way to work this out? Is there a happy medium? Is there something I could bring it? Right? Which is the all-encompassing, right? Shalom, we end Kaddish with Shalom. We end Shemona Esther with Shalom. We end benching with Shalom. We end Birkas Kohanim with Shalom. Because shalom is all encompassing. If you could create shalom in this world, you can mach shalom. You can make shalom. Amazing chasid, chasid, people will do this. And then he says, "I'm going to bring you proofs for all of these things." Even though there not any, any any proof, I'm going to bring you proofs so you should see how chasid is lived. How piety is lived. The Perak Bnei'ir in Nisachas Megillah, Shalu Talmidav is Rabbi Zakkai. The students asked Rabbi Zakkai, "V'maharachta Yamim? Why did you live a very long life? Well, how do you have such longevity?" Amar lehem. So Rabbi Zakkai said, "Miyamai lo hishtanti b'sech arba amos shal tefilai." Right in the old days, the, they didn't have bathrooms. Right, so place anywhere. Um, uh, anywhere um, uh, they would be, people would pray, he would not urinate because what would happen, someone could end up praying there. Uh, so that's number one. So he thought about other people. Right? I, I, when I see people letting their dogs loose, I'm not talking about letting them defecate on people's property or urinate on other people's property. I'm not like these dogs running around the street. Like people get scared of them. And I've had kids that are scared. What are you, what are you thinking about other people? You should think about other people. Right? But, but he thought of, look, I, didn't, I never gave a nickname. 
uh, he says, I, I never, uh, he always makbid, always do kiddush correctly, on, on wine or grape juice correctly. Ima zakanta haisali, he says, I had an elderly mother, pam achas makar kipa shibarosha, rosha, behaviali kiddush ayom. He says, I had, uh, uh, he said, my mother was so, I was so impressed, she once sold her own veil that I should have wine for Kish. This is when the days of extreme po- uh, poverty. So you see what Rabbi Zakkai's life, many aspects of Chassidus. Number one, how careful he was to do mitzvahs. Not what I have to do. I can be yotzei. Someone asked me today about Shema. I said, listen, you want to do it that way, you can be yotzei. But why would you want to do Shema that way? Just Shema the right way. Do it in the right and do things in the right way, in the best way. See, so he, he didn't have to make. Uh, if you don't have money, you could. There's other ways to make kiddush. How can you make kiddush Friday night on the bread? You could, right? You can make it on bread. Yes, there's ways to get out of it. Uh, uh, he didn't have a chat. His own mother got so involved in this mission, she sold um, the, her veil. He wanted to keep Shabbos in the best way. He wanted to do it in a, in, in a way which, he did, which was above and beyond. His friend's honor. He didn't give a nickname, even which is non derogatory. Right? He gave his friend the proper honor, proper covered. When you give people a nickname, it means you're a person from respect. You, don't do, give them a, a, you, you look at them respectfully. Yeah, you give. Rav Huna had to, at one point, tie a grass cord, a kesher shal gemi, around him because he sold his belt. He had no money. He literally sold his belt for Kiddush. Right? He sold his belt for Kiddush. I see some of these men, they have such fancy things. They buy a little Vanessa, they look for the cheap things. Mamish, the same guy. I'm not here to judge anyone, but like, he didn't have to make wine, but he wanted to do it in the best possible way. He looked, how could I do this mitzvah in the best possible way? You know? How can I do tzedakah in the best possible way? How can I do that? Um, Ocham, another story. Sha'ala told me this to be Allah ben Shemuel. To me, the answer of Allah ben Shemuel. B'maharach, how do you live a long life? I never used a synagogue as a shortcut. I didn't cut through the synagogue. He was careful in the synagogue not to use it as a shortcut. Was, now, could he have sat down and said, Ashrei, blah, blah, blah. But he wanted, he wanted, he didn't want to use it as a shortcut. Now, obviously, if you need to go in and get something, that's what you do. But to use it as a shortcut, right, to, to cut through, um, pasati arashayam. And I never stepped on the heads of the people. When he was a lot of the with a gudele hador. He could have asked for all kinds of things. He could have done all that. Never did it. He had You see, he had piety as far as a shul, and as far as covered abrius, and as far as other people. He wanted to treat them with proper respect. How did you live a long life? Uh, a long life. He says as follows: No one ever came before me to the shul, the base I was there first. 
I pushed myself to get there first. You know, I, 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 it's not like, like we, honestly, we coast. We got, when he said he don't beat him there, it means that to him it wasn't just, oh, I got there on time. I came to the yeshiva on the right time. I, want, I wanted to serve Hashem more than I had to do it. Imagine that, doing more than you don't have, than you have to. Doing more, doing on, on a higher level. I never, someone's a Kohen, I never said Baruch Hashem before. Kohen gets a mitzvah to honor, honor them. I never ate from a behema that didn't, the, the, the priestly gifts were not taken. Which means he's very careful uh, on, uh, on, on the on the kashas, right? That, that uh, technically it wasn't his problem, but he wouldn't, if someone did, the person who offered it had to do it, but he wouldn't eat from such a behema. How do you live a long life? I never got any uh, honor from somebody else's disgrace. I never, I never looked to benefit from somebody else's mess up. I never let somebody's curses. Um, uh, this is actually we learned this. From, we learned this from Rabbi Nechumia. Come on to this. He forgave everyone every night. If you look at the Kriya Shema, before Shema, see, I forgive everyone, right? That's from him. That's actually the, 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 the place can bring that from this Gemara. That he, every night he forgave people. I didn't want to go to sleep holding a grudge on people. Uh, and he never got any any pleasure. So this is the following story. He said, Huna was carrying a, like a, a, a mara, it's like a spade, on his shoulder. So if came to take it off him, if Huna was a shiva of Surah, it was the greatest sage of the generation. See, if Huna said to him, if you carry these things in your own, own town, carry it. But if you usually don't carry these, you're a, you're a white collar guy, you don't usually do this. You don't, you don't do manual labor, then don't do this for me. Because if this is not who you are, I don't want you to, ta- to leave your company. Which means he was concerned for, for the other person. This is not what you're used to, you, what you're used to, uh, what you're used to doing. He says, he says, means usually even benefit if the other person has any disgrace, anything which they're uncomfortable doing, anything which is which is bad for them. I don't, um, I don't want to benefit from your having to put yourself in an uncomfortable position. By righteous people, by tzaddikim, by chassidim, they don't um, want to have any honor where another person has to lose from it. I feel mechavero who bought, even if it's a student to a teacher, right? If it's any degree of I once said this in a Moshe Shapiro story. I'll say it again. It's an amazing thing. I saw it with my own eyes. I was once waiting to speak to her of Moshe Shapiro. Passed away a couple of years ago, Hador from the greatest of generations, and Rekiva Tatz, Rekiva Tatz was there. At that, his teacher, Rekiva Rabbi was in Moshe Shapiro. So, Rekiva Tatz came in from London to speak to the Moshe Shapiro. So I was. He gave a shir Thursday night. It was it was a, a little cold, ah, uh, and he forgot his uh, scarf. So Moshe started to go back. 
to get his scarf. So we were all walking, there was a few people. I think Jonathan Rosenblum was an author. I don't know if you know Jonas Rosenblum. He was there, if I remember correctly, because I think we spoke at, at that time. Um, so we're much just to go back. So that's where we're getting. So I forgot my scarf. So Ritaz says, can I get it? So he says, no, no, I'll get it. So Ritaz says, please, I want to get it. I want it in the shop. So he says, no, no, I'm going to get it. So Ritaz says, please. I, 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 like, I was like, whoa. Like, he, said, he, said, he said, older man. This was, this was 17, probably, no, 18, 19 years ago. But he was still no youngster. He whitened his beard. I want to get it. So he says, no, okay. At that point, Ritaz went on it. He says, please. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not exaggerating. Please. Get a scarf. And I said, okay. It's good. But like, he didn't want to bother Ray Tats to get a scarf. He said, I forgot my scarf. I got my scarf. Only Ray Tats literally begged. It was like, I was like, I was, I was like from that I also learned what it means to be a student in front of a teacher. I was like, whoa. He was a very, he had written living inspired, world mask. He was a very accomplished person already then. Um, but by a by a rabba, students are rabba, he's spotless. The nullification, that's how a person, that, that's chassidus itself. Finally, one last story we'll all told here. Kenyan said, I'm Rabbi Zera. Miyamai Rabbi Zera says, I was never, I never in my house showed displeasure. Which means like this. If you're a parent, you have to discipline kids. But displeasure means, if it's nothing to do with discipline. You know, you're married, you're a child to a parent, you're a parent to a child, you're siblings. Never did I show displeasure, which was not necessary. I am in a bad, I kept it to myself. I never showed displeasure. I didn't walk in front of people who were greater than me. I, I, I walked behind them. Zera said, I never thought about Torah in the bathrooms or in places which were impure. He's a holy Jew. I didn't walk four amas without my Torah, without thinking Torah or Tzulan. I didn't sleep in the, in the base marriage, even though they were learning there to 18 hours a day. He never fell asleep there. Not a deep sleep or not a light sleep. I never rejoiced. Oh, look at me. I'm not, I didn't, that didn't end up to me by my friends stumbling. I never called people by nicknames. Obviously, a lot of these things are leveled, but for us, as we come to Rosh Hashanah, think about being better, being a person who's a giver, a toiv, a, a, a good neshama, a good neshama. You know, what a good neshama is it does good, creates good, doesn't hurt. They pick something to work on. As you go, be a schus for Rosh Hashanah, be a schus for ahead. Ladies, Ksiva Ksiva Toiva should be a good davening next Monday night. The second night of Rosh Hashanah should go well. So we take this opportunity to publicly ask for the